Welcome to another episode of Fort TTC Presents The Sun Sets in the East. I'm your host, Monty, and this time I got one of my bosses with me, uh, my producer, the loving Benjamin. And good evening, Big Monty. Good evening. Uh, thank you for hopping on board with me this you fine great sir. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm a little trepidatious. I don't yeah. quite know what to expect. There's only <laughs> one thing that I know. It's that the sun sets in the east. In the east. All right. Well, let's start. So Ben, how was your COVID? How was your experience now that looking back on it? It's been a year since we've gone back to normal now. Almost a year. I, I feel like I sort of got lucky, honestly. Mm. Um, my job was very accommodating. Got to spend a lot of time with my now wife while she was working from home. And uh, I got two cat assistants with me. So I was one of the lucky ones. Wow. Yeah, so speaking of jobs, um I got I found this story uh on the internet. This one is from uh one of my favorite uh Taiwanese uh YouTube channel. So I'm gonna give them a shout out. It's uh if you guys if you listeners out there can understand Mandarin, uh he tells very good ghost stories, but sometimes he adds a little dose of humor in it, and it's all animated. It's quite cool. Um, animated, so yeah, it's animated. He he draws them as he tells them, but the scary parts, he I don't know. He if you're into like, I'm not saying that he's like Jinjo, uh, Jinji Ito, Jinji Ito. Thank you, Ben. Um, he, but it gets close to it once he delivers the punchline of his stories. Um, and, what, so, and what's his name? His name is, and it's, you can find him on YouTube. It's at W E I dash T E N G. So I'm going to give him a big shout out to Wei Tung. Wei Ting? Wei Tung. Wei Tung. <laughs> Wei Tung. Yes. Uh, they, they've been around for a very long time. They currently have, I think one point something million subscribers. And yeah, if, if you haven't heard of them, please, please, please check them out. Um, I find their stories interesting and they release it once a week. So yeah, give it a shot. Tell me what you guys think. Um, they can find us, they can comment on, uh, on what they think at, on our Reddit page, right? Ben? that's right r slash four ttc yes you can comment there you can also comment in our ig which is ben fourth times the charm official with underscores with underscores or go to four ttc.org and it'll take you right there Woo! isn't that easy so yeah please check them out um so yeah moving on this story um I, I heard it a few a couple weeks back and it actually is pretty chilling and it actually takes place after the pandemic. He doesn't go into details about it, but from the sound of the story, that's what I'm going to say it was kind of from. Um, so it was told from a first person perspective. So I am 
going to tell it from a first person perspective. All right. The story title is The Apartment I've Rented. So it's a few years back. Uh, I've been kind of out of a job and I've been looking for something. Uh, but it was because due to the market, it's, uh, it's very difficult to find a job during the pandemic. Um, so I met up with my friend, we'll call him Jack. And Jack uh, has an uncle that has his own business. And Jack mentioned to me that, hey, maybe we can meet his uncle and hopefully find a job offer. That sounds sensible. I made an appointment to meet up with Jack and Jack would take me to go see his uncle. And while we're there, uh, Jack reached out, introduced me to his uncle and, you know, asked his uncle if there's any open positions for me to, you know, get something uh, so I can get some payment out of it and, you know, so I can live my life. I'm near starving. I need something desperately. Um, I told the uncle I'll do anything. I said I will, you know, if he needs a janitor, I'll do janitor work. I, it's just anything. Uh, but accommodating, uncle, quite, quite accommodating. Yeah. And, but unfortunately, Jack's uncle said that, you know, right now due to the situation and the economy, he can't, he, he's fully staffed and he can't spare any positions for me. So... You know, I'm really desperate. I really need a job. So I reached out to the uncle again and I said, you know, can you please think of something? I'll do anything. So the uncle said, told me that he would, he has a position open, uh, but he doesn't know if I will take it. And because I was very desperate at the time, I said, I'll do anything. Anything you give me, I'll take. He says, okay, I got this job, but there's a catch. Uh, the job is to stay at this condo, condominium, and just all you have to do is stay there for a month, and I'll pay you $3,000. That's a pretty good deal, right? Nothing I don't that. know. I, I don't know. I feel like if someone offers me... A large sum yeah. of money just to go to a place. I, I'm like I'm, but I'm not gonna think supernatural. Yeah, I'm gonna think I'm gonna get my organs removed, probably. <laughs> okay, well, let's just say that I trust this uncle, and yeah, you do. And, <laughs> yeah, you do. And I'm really desperate for money, so I thought to myself, sure. like, what what do I have to do at this condominium? And the, the uncle the, just that, said... That's before the fourth time's the charm money <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But the uncle just said that I just have to move in, stay there for a month, and that's it. You can do whatever you want to do. Just, you know, just... It's a reverse rent. Um, I'm paying you to stay there. And I thought, okay, so... He, I said, all right, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Where, when, when do I get to see this place? So the uncle says, he told me on this, this day, I'll meet you at this, this time. And, um, when you get there, I'll show you the condominium. So on that, that, that day, uh, and that, that time, 
arrived. Um, I met up with the uncle. He was standing right outside the, the condominium door and he was waiting for me with the keys. I had my backpack and some snacks and my laptop with me. So I was pretty much ready to move in. So the uncle unlocks the door and opens it. And my gosh, Ben, you won't believe it. This place was gorgeous. I, I won't be able to afford this place. Like even if I, even if it's rent, I won't be able to afford it. Like the condominium is about 1500 to 1800 square feet. It's got one washroom right by the entrance an open concept kitchen with an island counter and getting paid to stay here and too. just getting wow. paid to stay here like i thought that i would be staying here and you know it would be like some you know like we've watched the movie house on haunted hill you know all these chairs sure. you know you you stay at these you know broken down torn down houses where urban explorers go and try to get themselves killed in, right so but this place is just amazing. It's fully furnished, hardwood floors, sofa, kitchen, 75 inch uh, TV, everything. It's all yours. And I just have to stay. I thought to myself, I just have to stay at this place for a month and I get 3000 bucks. Like that's the deal. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, even if I do get my organs excavated at the end of it, what a run to go out on. Exactly. You know, it, it's it's sort of, <laughs> it, honestly, this this is like the real life version of uh, Hansel and Gretel, you know, yeah. uh, I, I it's it, well, yeah, because, you know, I'm, I'm sure this yeah, isn't going to turn out no well for There's no cookie house, it. but it's a house. There's <laughs> no, no cookie house, but it's the adult version, which is money. At the yeah. end, you know, I, I, if the bar was fully stocked, then this is absolutely the basis for Hansel and Gretel right here. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Um, I don't think <laughs> it's fully stocked, but I would, I was told, uh, that, you know, by the uncle, uh, that there's like a whole bunch of places nearby. Uh, he mentioned some good pointers places to eat and try food so i have to say yeah you know what i'm taking this deal it's not this is flawless like any idiots would pass on this right of course uh so the before the uncle left he brought out the contract contract states you know yada 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 have to stay here for 30 days um you know if i don't stay for 30 days I won't get paid. That's the catch. So I, I quickly signed it. Um, the uncle was on his way out. I walked him out the door. And just before he was about to enter the elevator, he turns to me and he told me one thing. He says, oh, by the way, there is one more thing I need to tell you. At night, if you did not invite any guests or friends to come over and you hear the door knock, don't open it so i was like okay definitely increasing my organ harvesting theory here (laughs) monty are 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 you attached to a to to a medical device right now that you need to know about no no the that's all he said and he just 
and I just said, all right, no worries. Um, if anyone knocks, because I, I was just trying to think, you know, logically, if anyone knocks in the middle of the night, why would I bother opening that door anyways? I wouldn't know them. It could be a stupid salesman or whatever, right? And, or a it's, crazy it's guy. the same rules in L.A. Or a crazy same guy. Same rules in L.A. Yeah. So the, I, I told the uncle, okay, no problem. Uh, I'll take that to heart. And, you know, didn't think much of it. So he's like, all right, just remember that. And hands me the keys, enters the elevator, goes downstairs. So the first few days during the day, I would just, you know, spend my time checking out the area. Uh, it's a really nice neighborhood. Checked out the sites, uh, tried the food. It was delicious. And... On my way home, um, I stopped by, you know, grocery stores and convenience stores, kind of pick up some snacks for myself to take back to the condo, to go back to the condo. When I go at night, I, you know, I don't go out. Um, I just, you know, listen to music, uh, play a few games on my laptop. And also at the same time, because I know this contract is lasting me only a month. Um, I had to do some job hunting, so I would do that. So on the fourth night, uh, when I stayed there, um, while I was job hunting on my laptop, I noticed that there was a knock on my door. So I walked over and, you know, you know, on condominiums, forgive me about this. What do they call those? Those little eye, those peepers in English? Yeah, yeah. The, the little, the little people. The people, yes. So I, I looked through the people and I saw my friend Jack standing outside. And I was like, whoa, what the, like, I didn't. Well, wait, did you invite Jack over? Did you No, tell I, you I didn't. So that's, okay. that's what it was odd. And it was, it was in the evening. I was just going to hang out by myself, do some job hunting, take a shower and then head to bed. But he knocked on the door. So I saw him standing there. So. Just when I was about to open the door, I remembered what the uncle told me, what Jack's uncle told me a week ago before, you know, I moved in. He says, whoever right. comes knocking at night, if you did not, uh, that's uninvited, do not open the door. So I paused for a second and I decide to, you know, call Jack on my cell phone to just check. And when Do, I does the Jack, th I, I have to wonder, does the Jack through the window, he's Jack, right? He looks like, like Jack, Jack exactly with, like Jack. Is not Jack with regular, is he talking? No, he's just waiting for me to open the door. And yeah, so I decided to give Jack a call to see, hey, what's going on? So I dialed Jack's number and Jack's phone begins to ring. And then Jack answered the door and Jack's like, Hey, what's going on? And I said, Hey, as while I'm talking to Jack, while Jack was answering and while Jack answered the phone, I was still looking through the people and the Jack standing outside was not holding a phone. He was just standing there. So I was asking Jack on the phone the phone the jack on the phone i said hey um are you outside my door right now and jack just gave me a snarky 
come and going, you know what time it is? Why would I be standing outside your door? And besides, you forgot I told you the other day that tonight I'm spending time with my girlfriend. And yeah, he was right. I forgot about it, that he was spending time with his girlfriend. So I'm like, so if you're not here, then who am I looking at outside? And Jack just said, well, whoever you're looking at, it's not me. And so Jack had to go and, you know, hang out with his girlfriend. So he hung up on me. Jack so, has a very high tolerance for, yeah. for strange happenings, I see. Yeah. And so I, after hanging out the phone, I turned back into the people. And this time the Jack on the other side of the door stuck his head uh, like up to the people and said in an eerie, creepy voice, I know you're in there. When are you going to open the door? And no. Yeah. And I was just like, the heck? So I slowly backed away from the door. And because there's a shoe rack, uh, you know, probably like I would say, a six feet tall shoe rack uh, next to not six feet, but probably like three, three, four feet tall shoe rack. I decided to drag that over and put it over the door because I don't know. This guy's uh, obviously not Jack, but looks like Jack and has is, you know, acting very creepy. Um, so I put the bookcase over the door and slowly backed away from the door and never took my eyes off the door. Yeah, the, no kidding. The door handle now starts rattling. As of the guy from the outside, whoever that thing out there is trying to get in. And was just like constantly rattling the door. This I'm is terrified far worse than organ point. harvesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm terrified. I, you know, landed on my feet. The rattling just kept on going. And I was so terrified that I couldn't even sleep in the bedroom. So I quit, I slept in the living room floor, staring down the hallway towards that door just to make sure that guy doesn't come in. So I don't know when or how, but I did eventually pass out. And by the time it was morning, I went over to the door to check. I looked out the people. It was just, you know, nobody there now. And so I moved quickly pushed the shoe rack away from the door, opened the door and quickly ran downstairs. Now downstairs, I forgot to mention that there is a security guard that's on staff in at night. Uh, well, they have a security guard on staff, like any, any luxurious condo condominiums. So I went to and asked the, the security guard and, um, he, I asked him like, was he working the night shift? And he says, yeah, I'm just about to get off. I said, yeah, can you do me a favor? Can you check the cameras on so-and-so floor that I you know, told them that I was staying on? And can you see if there's anyone in the hallways knocking on my door? Because I seem to be getting harassed by someone in the middle of the night. The security guard said, sure, all right, um, let me go check. So I followed the security guard into the back room where all the monitor, security monitors are. And guess what? When he turned on to the, when he 
set the tape up to that the time when the door was rattled uh, when that stranger jack showed up at my door he saw jack standing outside my door he saw him he saw him so there is so there was something so there it was exactly what i saw through people it's jack his full form just standing there outside the door and i go i told him if you can fast forward it a little bit so he fast forwarded to the part where jack actually leaned in he's you see on the monitor jack leaning in on in the peephole and that was the part where he said those things to me that i heard that the camera right the camera didn't pick up and then he saw jack shortly after that started to open the door by you know grabbing onto the the, the doorknob on the other end and and constantly shaking so he kept on fast forwarding it because it was just time it was like he was just doing it all through the night and yeah how how long is he just still rattling it for like hours he was hours? rattling it for hours and then and does he look like he's getting tired or is he just no he wasn't he was just Jeez. constantly rattling it and then when it approached 5 a.m that's when the rattling stopped then he that weird jack backed off and the, this is the creepiest part while jack backed off he slowly turned towards the camera and says in a creepy voice i will come and see you again tonight what the hell yeah and so where'd he go he just he just walked down the stairs no he just disappeared off the camera he just evaporated into thin air so <laughs> I, ghost hunters. I don't know. What do you think I should have done <laughs> at this point? Okay. So I I don't, if before I was like, okay, it's a ghost, mm -hmm. right? So like a ghost, you're kind of fucked. I feel like this is even worse because if there's a corporeal thing there that's mm -hmm. actually physically knocking on it, that means you can't, I, in my mind, you can't get like, the security guard to stay outside your room. Then you're just going to have blood on your hands, right? Right. Because it's obvious this dude doesn't want anything anything good to happen to you. He, he wasn't one for small talk. So <laughs> I would probably raid all the booze in the apartment <laughs> and go the fuck home. Because, you know, $3,000 is not worth it. But... $3,000 is worth it for me because I need this money. I, I'm starving there. Like, I really need <laughs> this job. But if Man. but you think about it, he wasn't able to get in. And maybe if I just, you know, continue to stack things on the door, it may help, right? You know, I guess. I guess. that. You know, <laughs> you're right. You have a lot more chutzpah than I do. <laughs> But yes, okay. Hey, you so know what? what? I'll, I'll tell you one thing, Ben. There's a Chinese saying: there is there normal regular people are terrified of ghosts, but what terrifies the ghosts are poorer people. 
Do you understand that saying? Uh, <laughs> Anyways, okay. Let's right. go back so to the story. Happens? Let's go back to the story. So, the the security guard and I, we were in the security guard office, and he saw all that play out on the, on the screen. So, we were both shocked. And I turned to the security guard, and I said, what should we do? And the security guard said, you know what? I think we should call the cops and show them this. Uh, cause it could be a prank, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever this is, it's unexplainable it's still harassment. It's still harassment. Correct. So the security guard calls the cop and the police showed up and you know, so the security guard goes to the police and say, Hey guys, we got this, uh, they, we got this gentleman here, me, uh, getting harassed by some kid. Uh, that just showed up and in the, in the, snuck through the gates of our condominium and, you know, started rattling at his door, attempting to break in. Uh, can you guys take a look at this? And when we rewind back to the tape, all to the, to the start of the tape of, of that incident, when we hit play, nothing appeared on screen. Nobody, nothing. nothing. It's as if the tape just got erased completely. So the cops are now pissed at us thinking that this is a huge prank or we're trying to tell a good ghost story. And so the cop slaps me with a warning saying that, look, this is just your warning. But if you two pull the stunt again, we're going to arrest you on, you know, disturbing the peace. So I was like, I, I I was speechless. There's nothing I can do. There's no evidence. Security guard saw it. The security guard has tried his best to convince the cop that it is, but right. the cop is not believing us because there's no evidence. We need evidence. So I asked the security guard if he could come up to the condo with me so I can go grab my stuff. Um, I'm man, security guard, I got a bad feeling about him, man. <laughs> so the security guard came upstairs with me. Uh, we both entered the condo. Uh, I grabbed my stuff. I grabbed my backpack. I grabbed my laptop. And I just left. And I had nowhere to go. Um, I had no money in my pocket. And I just so I just hung out at a local Starbucks and, and you know, just spent my time there I was really exhausted so I passed out and by the time I woke up it was already well into the evening um, I had the Starbucks was closing they're kicking me out I can't sleep on the streets so all I had was the keys I don't know to man the condo. I mean oh god I so I just thought about it and I said you know what if you know like i told you earlier if i can board myself in and make this work i think you know i i think i can you ain't I afraid of no this. ghost <laughs> i don't know if i'm not afraid but yeah so i gathered my stuff gathered up my courage quickly ran home before the sun fully set and this time i was prepared i locked the door i put the chain lock on um, I moved a few furnitures up against the door and I just 
sat there and waited. And surely enough, around close to midnight, the door knock came. And I pretend at this time I didn't even bother responding. And the knocking kept on getting harsher and harsher. And then he this thing started to rattle the door again. And this time the whole entire door was rattling really hard and that everything that I put against the door started to shake with it. And this time it really feels like something was like going to break in. I quickly leaned against the furniture and like with all my might, I was pushing everything against the door. The door started to crack a little bit open. The f- frame of the doors were breaking, and I can hear it. Oh my god! And it's cheating. The ghost is cheating. The ghost actually, through the little slit, slipped his f- ugly face in, and looked at me. And I tell you, the way I can describe it is, it's like you ever stick a balloon through a crack, and then just blow it up. And I, it's the most. No, and now I'm terrified to try. Just visualize that. And this thing is just staring right at me and says, Come on, open the door. I want to come in. And I just. I was so terrified that I just passed out right in front of the door. I don't know. Mon- Monty, we have to talk about your fainting spells here. <laughs> but I. Wait, so does he still look like Jack, or does he look like something no, else? No, he was just like Supernatural T-1000. It was really bizarre. Is like a balloon dude, uh, a balloon head that just popped it, but with all the features of a human face. Eyes, oh. nose, except the tone, the, the texture, the, the skin, skin tone was gray. Um, oh, so like a, like a zombie, zombie, zombie ghost. Yeah, zombie ghost. Um, I passed out. I don't know what time it was, but the sun has come up. The door, everything that was barricading the door seemed to have shifted a little bit. But the, it was, I guess because of my dead weight, I managed to keep the door shut. So I quickly ran down... I moved everything aside this time and I ran down to the security guard and how, how cracked is this door? The door is it was like a, it was cr- the door frame. So picture this, the door and the door frame from the side, the opening side, you can see that it is severely damaged to the point where that the lock, the bolt on your lock is already like almost breaking through. Okay, yeah. so like this door isn't making it another night. No, no, heck, we're no. two nights in. There's 28 more to go. No, we're a weekend. For this started on oh, the fourth we're a weekend. Day. Yeah. Okay. So <sighs> there's no way in hell. So I ran down there and 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 saw the same security guard, and I asked the security guard. I said, uh, like, did. Did you hear anything or see anything last night? This, like, did you hear any rattling or anything? Like, because it felt like an earthquake for me. And the dude says, "No, I didn't hear anything. If I did, I would have. The first thing I would have done is run up." 
run up to your floor and check it out because you're the one who told me that, you know, you reported this incident the night before. And so we both, I said, well, because of, you know, I kind of was a little upset that the security guard didn't come up to check on me or anything because yeah, no of the rattling. Right. And so I told the security guard, can you go back and play that footage again? And sure enough, this time the footage shows a slightly slender gentleman in like a, you know, ripped t-shirt with a very large gray ghoulish or zombie-ish head. And he was, he it captured the moment where he pushed a door enough for a little crack and he stuck his head into the door and that was presumably the time that he was talking to me before I fainted and be after I fainted the camera continued to capture that he was still trying to push the door open but I guess my body weight really did hold up the door along with all the barricades that I had and yeah and then I think closer to 5 a.m. he did the same thing walked backwards and evaporated this and time did he, he didn't did say he didn't anything say, he didn't no, say anything okay. to the camera and so just before we're like okay, the security guard said let's call the police again and just before we did that this time I said let's just rewind the tape and then play it again and surely enough when we played it it was blank nothing it was like nothing happened so it's like this guy's doing a show for the security guard, too. Yeah. And aside from the door rattling, shaking, cracking, there's nobody there. And because if I told anyone and showed, if we told the cops this, they might think it's a prank because the door is cracking. And because of the stuff that I was using to barricade the door, they may blame me for damaging the door. So... This time, you know, I know this is, this is not the fourth time, but I think I had enough. <laughs> I went back upstairs with the security guard uh, and I grabbed my stuff. This time I packed everything. I locked the door. I threw the key back inside through the mail slot and left and just went home. And I told the uncle that I'm not staying there another night. Yeah, good on you. Few years later, uh, a few months later, I should say, not few years. Um, I tried to see if I can find any research about what what happened here at this condominium. And the, this is the biggest mystery. There is nothing, no suicide, no murder, nothing. It's just really odd. And that's the end of my story. So, oh, man, I think the security guard was in on it. I, I don't know. He, he was just as terrified as I was. See, I, th I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like because it only performed for two people. It performed for you, the person in the room, and the security guard. Who would know that building better than anyone? The security guard. The security guard has something to hide, maybe? I don't know. That's... <laughs> There's only two things that stay the same. Only two individuals, the security guard and the ghost. 
Good lord, I'm chilled all over, Monty. Like, yeah, what do you do in this situation? <laughs> it's it's pretty yeah, chilly. I don't know. I it's what's what's freaky about it is that the ghost actually has tangible effects on mm. the environment around you. Yeah. You know, it's almost like it's breaking the rules of what you would expect from a ghost. Like, if a ghost wants to try and inhabit my body or whatever, psh, fine, just don't open the door. Yeah. But if the ghost is able to open that same door, damn, dude, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, well, that's man. a story. Shout out again to at Wei Tung at W-E-I-T-E-N-G um, for sharing that story with me. And, yeah, it's pretty... I don't know, man, Ben. Like, after I heard that story, I started to stare at my own front door. <laughs> and I have, well, I do have a few furnitures near the door that I can barricade, but I don't know about your door, but my door is glass, so they could probably break through that. Don't worry, we got bars on our door. Although, oh. honestly, if this ghost ever showed up, I don't, I don't think that would help too much. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, yeah, geez. but you know, <laughs> don't open doors for strangers and think twice before you take a job where someone asks you to stay at a nice, fancy place for a month. Yeah, and when you think it's a friend opening the door, make sure you double check that. Yeah. My God. Well, Monty, thank you for sharing. I know you're about to re enter your domicile. To work on transcribing another tale yeah. from the east. But remember, everyone, no matter where you are, sometimes on a strange day, you'll notice that the sun sets in, in the, the east. east. I'll talk to you all later. <laughs>